This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I am Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We're broadcasting out of the Sentinel Fort in Pistown, Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. Sam and I are spending most of our day at the Means Morning News TV studio, getting ready for the premiere of Means Morning News tomorrow morning, Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, We weren't going to do a newscast today because we're going to be working on getting the show out for tomorrow, but we couldn't not discuss what happened last night on Super Tuesday with all of you. It's the Super Tuesday hangover edition. More like Pooper Tuesday. More like Super Party Pooper Tuesday. Yeah. It it was, was, uh, the night started off rough as expected. Uh, we thought that Bernie might be able to improve his numbers in the South, in places like North Carolina, Arkansas, which we mistakenly identified as Alaska on yesterday's <laughs> show, <laughs> and uh, Tennessee, et cetera, Virginia, and he didn't. He didn't no. improve on the numbers from 2016. No, pretty resounding defeats uh, across the South uh, in the same areas that he lost very badly in 2016. Uh, Lots of work the campaign put into those states, but got nothing out of it, really. Do you have a working theory on this yet? (sighs) Too early? Yeah, too early. It's too early. We'll we'll save the whys for later there. Uh, I suspect it has... I mean, a lot of it is generational, right? Uh, Yes, generational. I know that if you watch MSNBC, you walk away thinking that Bernie has a huge problem with the black vote, but that's not entirely the story. Uh, Bernie performs pretty well nationally uh, with the black vote, just not regionally in the South. And also, Bernie performs very well with the black vote uh, among younger black voters. Uh, It's the older black voters where he really struggles. So I think what you can draw from that is it's just another outgrowth of the same problem that the Sanders campaign has persistently had, which is an inability to connect with people over the age of 45. Yeah. And, uh, the South is, is not his place. Uh, There might be some, uh, religious view differences there too. And it really shouldn't matter because these States aren't in play anyways in November. No, it shouldn't. It, it it matters for the primary. Yeah. Uh, but there is pretty slim chances of a Democrat winning. Uh, well, I don't know. North Carolina, Virginia, yes, but Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, etc. Uh, probably not. Bernie was saved by the West, though. He didn't do well in Minnesota. He was saved by California. He was saved by California, true. And he was, well, he was saved by a very noble performance in Texas. And Biden did end up winning Texas, but he didn't win by that much. They basically split the delegates from the second largest state. Bernie won the largest state by a resounding uh, majority, not majority, plurality, excuse me. Uh, but he is taking the lion's share of the delegates there. The delegates are still getting counted there. So uh, saved by Cali. Yeah. At the end of the day, Bernie and Biden will be very close in the delegate count. Biden might have a small lead even after all the California delegates have been counted or Bernie might have a small lead. Uh, either way, 
this race is far from over. This is a brand new race, in fact. Michael Bloomberg has dropped out of the race. He spent a half billion dollars uh, and failed. He's got nothing to show for it. Uh, he's endorsing Biden. This is going to be a race between Bernie and Biden over the next three months with debates, with Biden having to be constantly on point in media appearances. And now we have the Sanders campaign rolling out some pretty effective attack ads against Biden, uh, going after his record on Social Security down in Florida and in I think it was Wisconsin or Michigan, uh, running ads against Biden's support for NAFTA. So this is a different race. Bernie Bernie's campaign seems to have drawn the right lessons, which is that they need to go on the attack against Biden. They need to shore up some uh, voters over 45, and you can do that by attacking Biden on Social Security and running on a platform of expanding Social Security. So I'm still confident. I still think Bernie can pull this off over the long haul. It does really hurt, though, the uh, Minnesota and Massachusetts results. I think that it was psychologically uh, not great. And also Maine. Maine is still up for grabs, but Biden's in the lead there. Yeah, and, and those are states that you can point to uh, and blame Elizabeth Warren for. Uh, I mean— you know, it's 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 hard to extrapolate from her second choice voters just how much Bernie would benefit. But you can argue that had Warren dropped out of the race, endorsed Bernie and campaigned for him, uh, he could have gotten the margins he needed to win those states from Joe Biden. Of course, she chose not to. She chose to further test the viability of her campaign on Super Tuesday and was just thoroughly humiliated, thoroughly humiliated, thoroughly Bloomberg got more delegates than her. Yes. Uh, we are seeing reports that the Warren campaign is facing some very dark times. Um, I'm guessing she's probably dropping out today by you, the end yeah, of today. Yeah, I'm, I, I think that is a good guess. I think she's going to drop out and then she's going to endorse nobody, which is a de facto endorsement of Joe Biden. Yeah, I could see that. I could see her choosing not to endorse anybody. I don't see a scenario where she endorses Biden while Bernie is still running against Biden. But uh, a lot of her actions this campaign cycle have already surprised me. So I, I guess I, I wouldn't be surprised if she chose to do that. I still think there's a 50 percent plus one chance that she still uh does the right thing and endorses Bernie strictly because I don't see any other option for her if she wants power. If she really is someone who's interested in having a position of power, Biden's not going to give it to her. She's already missed the boat on that. Uh, other people have already lined up and thrown their support for Biden at, at the hard time and are going to get rewarded for that. Warren's not going to get anything out of that. The only chance she has of getting anything is to endorse Bernie and fight like hell to get him elected. I don't know if she's going to do that. I don't know. The reason, 50%, the reason 50, why 50. I have very strong doubts about that, even though you lay out a compelling case, especially I do agree that Bernie would have more to offer her power-wise. I think she suffers uh, from NGO brain and probably genuinely believes internally or whether or not she believes it as a result of her class position, whatever. She probably thinks that Bernie is unelectable I mean, you saw the way she stood up and applauded Trump at the fucking State of the Union when he said America will never be a socialist country. And I just don't, I really uh, don't see Warren 
getting behind Bernie and quite frankly just continuing to fucking knife him in the back. But prove me wrong, Elizabeth Warren. Well, I'm not sure how many opportunities she's going to have to knife him in the back considering that her campaign is going to end either today or... I mean, (sighs) but I I think dropping out and not endorsing him and people are going to say, oh, here's this entitled whatever, thinks that Bernie's, you know, deserves Warren's fucking... If you're serious about passing an agenda, yes, Bernie does deserve Warren's endorsement. If this is about agenda and it's not just about, like, you know, fucking personality politics, then, yeah, Bernie does deserve Elizabeth Warren's endorsement. Yeah, well, we'll get an answer to this eventually here. (laughs) Warren can't continue running for president forever. (laughs) That is true. That is true. And I would expect it in the next few hours, but who knows? She's probably on the phone to the uh, super PAC right now. Yeah, well, the, the super <laughs> pack is not. The super pack is pulling ads. It's not running any ads uh, in the March 10th primary states. Um, True. We should also mention the massive voter lines people faced in Texas, and even issues in California. This is stuff you expect in Texas, a red state where Republicans have put forward a strategy to make it more difficult for people to vote. So you end up having people waiting in line for seven fucking hours to vote in Texas uh, yesterday. I saw a lot of uh, college kids in Austin who waiting in line for four hours, more than four hours to vote. You'd think those look like Sanders voters uh, waiting that long. And Mm. maybe this is by design. You really start to think it's by design when you see those same issues in California with massive, massive voter lines in a blue state. A state that is supposed to make it easier for people to vote, and yet you're seeing a lot of these problems still. Yeah, it uh, plays on something that we talked about in uh, on the East, the East is a podcast about how these primaries are come down to uh, come down to wacky state officials and party officials who fucking control everything, and it's uh, it sucks. We like we don't live in a genuine democracy. We live in a two-party system where each party runs runs their own election in 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 the primary and you know, it's it's just it's dark and this whole system is ossified and shitty and uh it's got to go soon, very soon. Yeah. One last thing to uh, bring up here before we read some haiku and uh, call it a day. Last night, Tulsi Gabbard picked up a delegate. She picked up one delegate in American Samoa, the only place where Michael Bloomberg won. He spent a half billion dollars and he won one contest, American Samoa. Gabbard, and really what was a brilliant strategy by her campaign to get a delegate anywhere they could somehow managed to get nearly 30% of the like 300 people who came out to vote in America, Samoa securing herself one delegate, which according to the current debate rules would mean that Tulsi has qualified for the next debate on March 15th. Um, unfortunately I saw a tweet by, uh, the DNC chair suggesting that they're definitely going to change the rules. (laughs) in the next two weeks. 
to block Tulsi Gabbard from appearing on the debate stage. I've been extremely critical of Tulsi for good reason. Um, Look up her record when it comes to uh, Modi in the Indian far right and what they're up to right now. Um, But I do feel for Gabbard and her supporters here. I got to hand it to them on their strategy to get just one delegate. They they did well doing that, only to get fucked over by the DNC here once again. There is the issue, too, of uh, before we pivot to the poetry section, there were some congressional races we wanted oh, yeah. to talk about. Oh, yeah, probably the best news of the night. Is that uh, Shahid Batar is advanced to a runoff with Nancy Pelosi. That's right. Shahid versus Nancy, one-on-one in November. We got... A long time to make the case for Shawhead. This is going to be exciting. This is going to be an exciting race. Yep. In less good news, Jessica Cisneros lost to Henry Cuellar, the scumbag centrist who voted Trump like 70% of the time yeah. uh, in, the, in Trump's first Congress in the first two years of, uh, of, of the Trump administration. And that that's a downer, but uh, I'd like to think that Cisneros ran a, well, she did run a very good campaign. She didn't lose by very much. I would like to think that, I don't know, maybe she'll try again in two years, having having some experience, having built up some operations here, and we can unseat a total scumbag like Henry Cuellar, because he's not going anywhere. Inshallah. That music means it's time to read some haiku for our new subscribers on Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel. If you subscribe today, you'll get your own haiku written for you and read on the air. This one is for Daniel. Sad about Tuesday? No time for it. Do a dab and get back to work. Thank you, Daniel. This is for Patrick. Not giving up yet, we have sundowning dipshits to fucking clobber. That's right. Thank you, Patrick. This one is for XXX, XXXXXXX. Bloomberg just lit a half billion dollars on fire. Eat the fucking rich. Thank you, XXX, more X's. There are a lot of X's in the name. I'm not going to read them all, but thank you very much uh, for your subscription. And uh, God, Bloomberg, just making the case against rich people right there. Finally, this is for Colin. Returning this game, not what I purchased at all. It's stuck on rat mode. (laughs) Thank you, Colin. And thanks to all the new subscribers. That's patreon.com slash district sentinel. All right. That'll do it for the show today. Watch us tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Means Morning News premiering on Means TV. Subscribe to Means TV if you haven't yet. We're really looking forward to it. Hope you can join us. Uh, If not, we'll be back Friday with the subscriber show. We're here in D.C., so you don't have to be.